City of Heroes podcast, episode 43. Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual heroes gamer. Your hosts, Chooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Salutations, heroes and villains. You're listening to City of Heroes podcast, and this is Viv. And this is Juge. Hey, Juge. Hey. We haven't seen much of each other in the last two days because we've been playing side by side, <laughs> not making eye contact or glancing away from the screen because it's double XP weekend. Yes. And we are playing. The push to 50. Yeah, which we won't make now because we're taking like three hours out to record, but it would have been nice. <laughs> It still made a lot of progress. Yeah. We went from what, 34? 34 on Friday. I hit 40 fright by 1 a.m. Friday night <laughs> because we we randomly got on this pug that just was insane. Mm-hmm. And then you joined and you went from 34 to 38 because you uh, got home so. later. Yeah. And then got up yesterday. And guys, our intention was to play for four hours. Right. And then stop at three and start recording. Mm-hmm. I stopped at 3 a.m. <laughs> instead of 3 p.m. And it was off and on. We didn't actually start when we planned to. But yeah. um, so once we started, I went till 3 a.m. You said you played like another hour. So yeah, that's like 4 a.m. Yeah. So we're crusty and tired. And we just did like two more yeah. AVs and then. And I think. I, I kind of lost track, but I think I'm ad- about to ding 46. I'm within two bars of something. Oh, wow. But I don't know if it's it could be. 46 or 47. I finished up at 42. Oh, I must be 44, about to hit 45 then, because I think I'm only two levels ahead of you. I'm confused, y'all. <laughs> I mean, when you're talking that many, I know I hit 10, though, so I must have hit 44 and I must be about to hit 45. Uh, okay. Because Storminator commented on the fact that 10 levels since yesterday. Yay. Oh, right, yeah. right. So I'm definitely about to hit 45 at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very confusing when it goes that fast. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. And I'm, it's cool getting to the trainer thinking, all right, I got to, you know, oh, I forgot to train up last time. So I got to, you know, pick two more slots yeah. and then have have it keep asking. Yeah. All right. Ready to train the next. Yeah. All right. Ready to train the next. It All right, we're like, to turn next. Pick a power. I know it's like Christmas like, morning. Wait, what, 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 four? Four? Really? <laughs> yeah. I skipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. crazy. It was fun. <laughs> I was playing my tank, who we jokingly said thirty-four to fifty over the weekend. Woohoo! And it's been thirty-four to forty-five yeah. apparently. But yeah. And of course, we're not the hardcore gamers. I'm no. sure people probably have gone from twenty to fifty in the same well, amount of time. The, the pug that I happened upon <laughs> on Friday while you were at work, mm-hmm. the woman that I made that I've been talking to and that you've been talking to, she's more talkative than her boyfriend mm-hmm. who she's teamed with constantly. Yeah. She will game for like six hours 
mm-hmm. and then take a two hour nap mm-hmm. and then start playing again. And then she doesn't even take two hours. She was just dozing right. off and on while watching. <laughs> what was it? It was something funny. Oh, TJ Hooker. <laughs> well, I didn't know anybody watched TJ Hooker. That was me making a joke. Oh, I thought you. No. I thought she said that. No, that was me. <laughs> she was saying something about being dizzy and tired. And I was, oh. and yeah, so I'm like, who can get any sleep when you got DJ Hooker That's, <laughs> rolling? Okay, I, w- the text was going so fast. I thought she said that, and I was like, I didn't even know TJ Hooker was still TV. <laughs> but you can see it on Hulu. Oh, sheesh. All right. You're going to have yes. to do a geek moment at some point about that because <laughs> we've rambled enough, but we're having a lot of fun. Chooch is no. playing his earth rad control yeah and so we're having a lot of fun yeah i got some tips on thinking last night which was very thoughtful and kind but at two o'clock in the morning i was getting cranky okay enough already i'm doing okay we're not dying we're rolling but it was fun 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 and mm-hmm. hope and we're editing we're recording this today we're obviously we're not obviously you didn't listen to this sunday night or monday morning so <laughs> the reason is because we're recording but we're not idiots we're gonna go play some more yeah oh, and yeah. then i'll edit tomorrow and tuesday so that we can get it up wednesday thursday so it's probably thursday friday when you're hearing this happy weekend coming up <laughs> so let's get into oh i did want to say something that cobra lily said in game on december 28th Yes, almost a month ago. <laughs> it was someone asked, what server am I on? I don't remember what server I logged into, which I thought was a cute question. <sighs> and I said, you know, I don't know. You know, if you have a global friend, they can tell you what server you're on. And Cobra Lily said, if you just type slash, where am I? All one word, W-H-E-R-E-A-M-I. It tells you the server and your city location. Awesome. So, yay, Cobra Lily. We all yeah. learned something that day in podcast channel <laughs> yeah oh i should probably also mention that we failed to announce a gathering so i wanted to give an, huh? an apology to doom diva who sent an email that they were having to get together january like 17th oh no and there was an invite to come play and but we didn't have a cast out, so it wouldn't right. have, and i was gonna do a post right just to put in the feed so that it would be there and then I well, realized it was the day after, so I didn't post it. <laughs> and very, very sorry, Doom Diva. But that was, we did, uh, our tween's birthday was this last Wednesday. But mm-hmm. we started celebrating on Friday before. Mm-hmm. So up to that, it was getting, you know, party planning and presents and all that stuff. So like the week before, we spent in frantic birthday mode. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even, that's probably the first time you're able to check email or however you got the notice of it. Yeah. So it was, yeah, we were actually having a birthday party for him on Saturday and then another one on Monday and a sleepover over the weekend and another party Wednesday (laughs) night. So really sorry that we missed that and hope it was a great event and you had a lot of fun and we'll try and do better. (laughs) Podcast fail. And for anybody else, if you have things coming up that you would like announced. Yeah, we'll do our best. Please send it, but send at least you know two three weeks notice yeah if you're planning it that far ahead because the way our schedule is right now we're not even able to check the email very often and when you have time to pop in and pop out it's to see if there's anything urgent i think we've mm-hmm. got emails in there we haven't even replied to from december yeah so we're we suck <laughs> and we apologize <laughs> but we recognize it which right. is good so getting into the news we have actually since the last time we 
po- uh, what what is this called podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's the last time we yay newcasted. Yes. So on January twelfth, there were actually patch notes, but they were for the t- the test server, mm-hmm. and I didn't see anything that made me go. OMG, Lollicopter, I must tell everybody about this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's nice stuff, but meh. It's nothing to, you know, really squee about, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And then, of course, as everybody knows, the Mac version and the perks are out and available. Mm-hmm. They've made an announcement on January 7th. For folks wishing to grab the special in-game items that come with the Mac Special Edition, there are two options available. You can either go to the Play and See store or Game Tree Online and that is $20, and what that gives you is a month of playtime, mm-hmm. which is usually $15. Yeah. So for an extra $5, mm-hmm. you get two in-game items. You get a mission teleporter power, nice. which is reported to have a two-hour cooldown, but it's yeah. still pretty cool. Really cool, if you ask me. And also the new Valkyrie-themed costume set, which is available to both heroes and villains. That also gives you the downloadable game client for COH and COV for Mac. And like I said, the one month of game time. So for five bucks, you're getting a new costume set, which includes two varieties of wings, a cape, a skirt, kilt, pants, boots, shoulders, chest, gloves, belts, and helmet with multiple details, mm-hmm. plus the mission teleport power. And of course, if you've been suffering through wine or crossover to try to play coh on a mac now you've got a prepackaged solution that should just jam through without any errors yeah there was a note that you also get 12 it looks like 12 additional character slots if you purchased it someone okay someone actually questioned the 12 character slots don't seem to be adding to existing accounts i just bought this and they weren't added I'm assuming that that means that if this is used to make a new account, the new account will have 12 character slots. It would be nice to have the page updated to say that, or someone tell me that it's a bug and give me my 12 new slots. Actually, I would prefer the extra slots. Hmm. To which X replies, 12 character slots are for new account creations only. Mm. And then someone else had a question. I'm on a Mac. I play in Windows. I want to play in Mac OS. Can I download it from somewhere? Obviously, I need a new download as the Windows installer doesn't run so good on Mac OS. And the reply is, yes, I understood correctly. What I'm saying is it is not necessary to download the client. The updater will recognize whether your Mac bit is enabled and support automatically. Cool. So there's no additional Mac download. The response continues, purchase the product, apply to already created account, and voila, no download necessary. The download of the client is only necessary for new users. Even folks that joined our open Mac beta have a workaround so they don't need to download the client. Purchase of the Mac version is necessary if you want to run a Mac OS, but the download is obsolete if you already have the client installed. There are also three video ads for the City of Heroes for Mac users, and we can post a link for people that haven't seen those yet. They're cute. They're a takeoff of the old PC Mac commercials. Mm, okay. And they're done with a villain and a hero. And they're cute. Yeah, the other thing I don't remember reading, I believe the Mac version is Intel only. I don't remember that. I don't know that it works on a PowerPC Mac. You know, I don't remember. It's not the kind of stuff my brain retains. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell you. You know, the fact that there's skirt slash kilts available now for the Valkyrie set, that I remember because I've wanted a kilt. Oh, of course. 
I'm just saying, yeah. If you have a Mac and you want to buy it, read the fine print. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure. If you're Intel, I know you're covered. If you're PowerPC, I'm not sure you want to make sure. Gotcha. On December 19th, Massively.com gave City of Heroes the 2008 award for most improved game. Nice. Yay. Congrats, City of Heroes and City of Villains development team. Yeah, when you look through the issues last year, well deserved, man, because a lot of changes, a lot yeah. of improvements. I think they only did one, didn't they only do one official issue, but they made massive changes to the game anyways. Wasn't there just the one? Wasn't that what people were complaining about? Or no, did they get that second one in at the last minute? Blank stare, man. <laughs> so talking about So time. tell us more about Intel and PowerPC, honey. All right, so they're... Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so the next news item is actually, actually an old one, but it's might answer a question that we had. First of all, we've sent some emails to Lighthouse since like September, October, and we never got a response. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We were trying to get costume carny codes for you guys from yeah. HeroCon. They had said, sure, just, you know, contact us after HeroCon and we'll see how many we have to give you. Well, we've been contacting them and never got a response. Yeah. Well, on November 14th, <laughs> as I finally made my way through another set of posts, it doesn't show up on the main page. Mm-hmm. So I was actually following something else up and found this from November. Lighthouse is gone. So that's why Lighthouse never replied. And apparently Uh, X hasn't seen or I don't know, because I know after a while we started including X on those. Right. But yeah, we tried, guys, but we got no response on the Kearney codes. We were going to do another contest. But yeah, Lighthouse is gone. That advertisement that went for a community coordinator really was. Yeah, I went ding, (laughs) der. But this is Lighthouse's last post. It's titled Lighting the Lamp One Last Time. Time, what a funny thing. In retrospect, it seems like it was only just yesterday to recall my first posts on the forums. Yet when I fill in everything that ensued over the last two years, a collage of details swims up at me. Issue 8, Veterans Rewards, Loots, (laughs) Aliens, Comics, Fanzines, Flashbacks, Player Events, Trade Shows, City Scoops, Articles, all the awesome people at NCSoft I've had the opportunity to work with, and so much more. Yet through it all, it's been you, the game's community, which stands out to me the most. When I'm in-game playing and see a new player getting advice in slash help or a global channel, when I read threads on the forums, or when I open email or private messages, I've always been impressed with the quality and caliber of people that make up this game's community. However, this world we live in is not a static place. If anything, one certainty we have is the knowledge that things change. It is with this in mind that I write you today to say that I'm making a change. I've decided to pursue other opportunities outside of NCSoft. Even having said this, I'm still excited for the future of the City of Heroes franchise. Having been privy to some of the many plans that are in work, know that I will be right there beside you playing enjoying the fruits of the development team and NCSoft's hard work. I leave knowing that you're in good hands. I want to wish you all the very best for everything the future holds in store. Lighthouse. Hmm. Very nice message. Mm-hmm. So... Bye. Job well done. Job well done. <laughs> Bye. Wish they'd forwarded your emails to somebody. <laughs> so we could have gotten the codes for our listeners. Next we have, well, I was going to do the patch notes to the live server, but I mm-hmm. think I'm going to save that for the last news item because people tend to glaze over and get irked. <laughs> 
So let me announce the 57 and 60 month vet rewards in case you haven't seen it. They are designed to help our vets hit the ground running and in style without breaking the bank. With players having so many opportunities to create new character concepts, we feel these rewards will help our long-standing fans suit up in style. Mm-hmm. For the 57 months, the abiding badge with a 50% discount on all Taylor sessions. Start out your new characters in style, which <sighs> is really nice. It is nice. I mean, that's that can be when you hit those higher levels, it's millions. When by the time you add auras and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. but we also have so much money from Wentworths now mm-hmm. that it's kind of it's nice. Thank and you, especially guys. if you've been playing that long. Well, you probably have the sixty month. Uh-huh. Is the ring a ding ding baby? Okay. The city traveler badge hit the ground running. This badge unlocks access to the following power pools at level six, so players can access tier one, two, or three powers early on for flight, super speed, teleport, and super leap. So you could have fly at level six. That's pretty cool. I think that's dang cool. I mean, even with the changes made to hollows, that's still a long way to go. So don't be a hater just because you don't no, get right at level six. Well, no, it's that is a very good vet reward. Mm-hmm. I think that should be like a level thirty vet reward. And by the time you're at sixty, oh, you mean thirty month? You or, said yeah. th- level thirty. Level <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's thirty month. By mm-hmm. the time you get to sixty months, mm-hmm. they should really do what the other games have done. And let you start new characters at like level 20, 20 or level 30. Yeah. I mean, grinding through those early levels, if you've been playing for 60 months, yeah. you've probably played every combination of every archetype. True, but we also, some of our best friends have a shared account. And I mm-hmm. think he probably is, he's got everything. So I, I think he started it right after the game launched. And he's... Yeah. He hasn't played as much. He's got one level 30-something character, I think. Well, yeah, but that's one person. That's one case. And I'm sure yeah. there's others like that. But yeah. Most people that are they're that playing. kind of at their plan, mm-hmm. they've got a dozen 50s. Yeah. I mean, I agree I, with you, but I still For the think... amount of money and the amount of time invested, I don't think those are very significant rewards. I agree. <laughs> However, compared to other games... Mm-hmm. Like Lord of the Rings Online, yeah, where you're you running anything. everywhere, yeah. unless you pay to use a horse. And then once you hit level 35, you can buy a horse, which is extremely expensive in yeah. that market. Oh, yeah. In that economy. So I still, I think just playing this game and being able to travel as easily as we do mm-hmm. is already a big gimme to all the players. Because the travel system is much easier, as well yes. as the costume customization. Yes. And so if they don't give you the other stuff, the travel okay systems that. at any level are way easier than most other right. games. And I don't know that any other game even has a veteran reward system like that. Yeah. I'm just saying that the veteran rewards that they do offer up. Right. You know, like Greek lettering on your chest. Yeah. I mean, they could do <laughs> the a lot. boxing costume. They could do a lot more. I've never seen a boxer in the game ever. <laughs> Isn't there one where the boys can dress like boxers? Yeah. I've never I, seen anybody as a boxer. But I love you, J-Love. You do awesome costume stuff. So, yeah. 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 The vet rewards are a cool thing. I just think they could be a lot more than what they are. 
Chooch is greedy. This is not a news bulletin. <laughs> Most of us already knew it. Greedy Chooch is greedy. And they also, as I continue, you get five merit rewards, which you haven't done anything with merit rewards yet. You earned some when I've we ran shocked. the task force. I've looked, I've perused. <laughs> you can see the look on his face. I haven't bought anything. No, but now we but have I've merit perused. rewards because we ran ITF yesterday mm-hmm. yeah. in, in that, in that um, pug. Yeah. Hour and 22 minutes was awesome. Mm-hmm. And another thing that they add here for the vet rewards is one additional character slot. This reward is granted annually to each player that has been part of the vet rewards player for months 12, 24, 36, 48, and 60 should all reflect this value. It's very cool. So congrats. Yeah. More slots. Yeah. Our friends just got another slot. They just hit the 24. (laughs) So suckers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So congrats to them on that. I don't know. I think I'm pretty excited about the travel power at level six. I'm like, (laughs) if you've been playing for six D months, if you had been playing WoW for six D months, they wouldn't give you a vet reward at all. True. Just saying. Perspective, my love. What is that um, Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin thing they used to do when they would debate something? Jane, Jane you, you ignorant slut. slut. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that's us right now. We don't agree, but I love him anyways. <laughs> and then we have an announcement. City of Heroes featured on Apple Games. City of Heroes recently made its debut into the Apple market with the release of the Mac Edition. Now both heroes and villains can suit up from either a PC or a Mac and venture into Paragon City and the Rogue Isles. And then there's an article with a link, some hints for what's coming soon to servers near you. Talks about amazing community customization, which we all know already. Mm-hmm. And then there's discussions. Then there's a notice on January 23rd. Urgent. Do not use the witch leather top. Dun, dun, dun. And this was something that I saw when I logged in, I think Saturday, there was a message, don't go to the tailor, it's it's just all messed up. Yeah. And they're going to do a fix next week, but don't go to the tailor, which totally miffed me because I was going to go to the tailor, I had dinged 40, I was going to get a jazzy new costume, <laughs> and I couldn't. But what did the witch's top do? It says, do not use the witch leather top costume piece. It has come to our attention that the witch leather top, a costume piece from the upcoming Super Booster Pack 2 mm-hmm. has inadvertently made its way to the live servers as part of the latest batch. Oopsie. Oh, okay. Because this piece comes from what will be a paid Super Booster Pack, we will be forced to revert it out of any character that has it placed on their costume. Mm-hmm. This reversion is to keep the integrity of the Super Booster intact for those players who wish to purchase it when it becomes available. Please do not utilize it. If you do so, no refund of influence or infamy will be given to your character when the reversion occurs. We greatly appreciate your cooperation and understanding. So if you buy it now, then in a week or so, you'll bin nakers? <laughs> they don't say. That could be a bonus for a lot of people. <laughs> they don't say. Finally, nipples in City of Heroes. You've been uh, waiting. I really doubt it. Sorry. Wait. No, it's nipples. It's not a nipples. It's a nipples. <laughs> is something else i just confused myself entirely else yes (laughs) so settle in kittens we have patch notes to the live server which were posted on january 22nd ready ready 
And no, I I can't tell you what time to skip to if you don't want to hear this. But following (laughs) this, we will be playing a promo for a super cool guy. Mm -hmm. His super cool, very short and amuse-bouche of a podcast. (laughs) And then after that, we're going to be giving the fourth installment, right? Yes. Of Fantastic Foes IO set discussion. Yes. So settle in, kittens. We've got lots of info for you. (laughs) So now the live patch. And we're going to post a link to this for the discussion so you can chat and see who's been posting what about it. Mm-hmm. First of all, for combined, post it in HTML. So remove tagging when quoting as that is not supported by regular users. Does that seem like part of information and not full information? Yeah. Posted in HTML. So please remove tagging when quoting as that is not supported by regular users. Okay, trial accounts. Players using trial accounts can be sidekicked again. Really? Mm, I feel sorry for trial account people, but technically they only have them for a short time, so. Powers for general. All versions of Entangling Arrow should now accept slow enhancement sets. Dark Miasma Howling Night. When used on another player, this power's prompt will advise the player that they will be revived with full health and endurance instead of partial health and endurance. Matched cast time to animation changes made to dual blades power slice and electrical mastery charged bolt. Modified the amount of recharge resist in shields grant cover. It is now a static 30% resistance at all levels. Personal force field. All versions now suppress for 10 seconds when clicking on any mission object. Shield defenses shield charge. This power will now do one tick of damage at 2.4 scale damage instead of one for 1.7 and another for 0.7. The mission teleporter power, included with the purchase of the digital download version of City of Heroes, will now refuse to send players to restricted zones they are not high enough level to enter or to tutorial zones. Hmm. Ooh, that would have been interesting. (laughs) Could you imagine getting an Eden at level five? Scurry. (laughs) PvP changes. Corrected the PvP duration of wide area web grenade for the Vite wolf spider power set corrected an issue with super reflexes focused fighting giving confused protection instead of resistance in pvp group invisibility no longer causes travel suppression in pvp mastermind storm summoning thunderclap corrected stun duration mastermind poison paralytic poison corrected hold duration stalker energy aura overload now correctly provides a small elusivity bonus in pvp Tinker Stone Armor Minerals now provides the correct amount of elusivity. Mm-hmm. Stalker Ninjutsu. Ninja Reflexes adds the correct amount of elusivity. <laughs> they like that word this week. Yeah. Corruptor Leviathan Mastery School of Sharks now immobilizes for correct duration. That's a cool power. <clears throat> I guess that's the one that I saw when we do the yeah. Statesman that has this, the shark swimming around your mm-hmm. feet. Cool. I took screen caps because I was like, dude, sharks! <laughs> They're eating my toes. <laughs> then Mastermind Leviathan Mastery School of Sharks now immobilizes for correct duration. So that's for corruptors and mastermind. I thought it was repeating, but no, it's not. For blasters, force mastery, personal force field now stacks correctly with defense buffs in PvP. Defender and controller, force field, personal force field. 
This is actually for defenders, controllers, and masterminds. Force field personal force field now stacks correctly with defense buffs in PvP. Dominators mace mastery personal force field now stacks correctly with defense buffs in PvP. Yay for leveling the playing field. <laughs> arena updated the arena UI, dropped tactical start and no stealth, added no travel suppression and no diminishing returns. Players can once again start rated matches. For bases, Autonomous Expert System can now attach nine auxiliary control items and accepts all auxiliary items the supercomputer will accept. Only the new Issue 13 ones can support nine. The old ones can only support one. Hmm. So if you want to have that nine auxiliary control items and you have an old pre-I-13 Autonomous Expert System you need to obviously replace it with the new one. Mystic Ori can now attach nine auxiliary control items and accepts all auxiliary items from the orbits of control can accept, and it's the same issue. Only new ones after I-13 can support the nine. The old ones can only support one. Also fixed a bug in base editing where wall mount objects could not be moved up or down. Hooray. Yeah. I was actually getting frustrated with that. For badges, players will no longer get credit towards the crafting badges by combining, combining base salvage into brainstorming ideas. I've done no crafting for bases since I-13, so the only crafting I've done has been regular IO stuff, so mm -hmm. I'm really curious to see what that's all about still. Yeah, the only crafting I've done is for the, uh, the Lost Cure Wand. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a high-level crafter, honey. <laughs> Players should no longer automatically receive the badge hint for the Clothes Source badge without earning any Halloween costumes. History badges should now properly award and have their progress bars advance correctly. So that's cool. For chat, fixed bug that caused some players to lose their global friends list. That didn't quite work for you, did it? Yeah, last night it was gone for a bit. Yeah. And then the whole I, thing crashed. Yeah. But hey, after I rebooted, everything came back. Huzzah! <laughs> and that stupid, that stupid friend list bug where you close it and it pops open. You close it and it pops I open. Know. You close it and it pops open. And I had mine, uh, what was it, anchored? And it would still do it. If yeah. I opened it, I couldn't get that sucker to stay closed again. Very frustrating. Chat bubble colors assigned through the option menus will now correctly appear in game. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Day jobs. The professor and caregiver slash pain specialist badges will display a hint on how to obtain them, whether or not you've logged out in the hospital or university. Fixed a problem. You know what I've forgotten to do every time I've logged this weekend is mm. to park my girl in a place that'll give her a day job. Yeah. It doesn't matter because we're logging in every couple of hours. <laughs> Fixed a problem that could cause the day job buff icon not to display at certain auction houses. For inventions, corrected I.O. set slotting capabilities for munitions, mastery, sleep grenade, and surveillance. For leveling packs, fix the bug where leveling packed rewards would sometimes not be awarded until the member change zones are logged out. If a pact is broken while a member is offline, the offline member will now receive the XP and influence owed to them by the pact since they logged off. Multiple builds fixed a bug where trades would not work properly after switching builds fixed a bug that made purple IO sets invisible in build 2. Merit rewards. 
fixed a bug that would cause completing the Positron's task force to grant diminished merit rewards upon completing the Synapse task force if the Synapse task force was completed within 24 hours. Fixed a bug that would cause completing the Synapse task force to grant diminished merit rewards upon completing the Positron task force if the Positron task force was completed within 24 hours. So apparently, if you did one or the other and then did the other within 24 hours, it was bugged. So they fixed that. Hmm. For stores, fixed a bug when players could lock a contacts store open. Fixed a bug where moving away from a contact with the store open caused a broken dialogue to appear. For Taylor, right-handed weapons should be visible when customizing shields. Tasks. Fixed several caves mission maps that had missing walls in some areas. User interface removed extra tab from clues window. For City of Heroes badges. Fixed a bug where heroes would see the villain slash reformed badge progress bar. This badge should be completely unobtainable by heroes. Those <laughs> players already with the badge will keep the badge. Oh, wow. <laughs> hmm. Those are going to be some proud heroes. <laughs> I bet there's already a couple of posts on that. No, oh, yeah. I can't imagine on the badge. It's not forms. fair that so-and-so can have it and I can never earn it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the world keeps spinning, folks. The villain disruptor badge should now function properly and progress when the player defeats signature and safeguard villains. Underpowers for blasters, electrical mastery static discharge. This power should now correctly take target AoE enhancement sets instead of range damage sets. Assault rifle buckshot reduced animation time to 0.9 seconds. Assault rifle beanbag reduced animation time to 0.9 seconds. Also under assault rifle. Sniper rifle reduced animation time to 0.67, interrupt time not changed. Flamethrower reduced animation to 2.33 seconds, and DOT effect now starts immediately. Also, ignite increased recharge to 20 seconds, and full auto reduced animation time to 4 seconds. For mental manipulation drain psyche, endurance recovery bonus no longer reduced by recovery resistance. For controllers, Plant control flytrap had its resistances set too low, resistances increased to intended levels. For defenders, cold domination heat loss once again grants the correct amount of recovery per target. For scrappers, claws follow-up damage bonus is no longer reduced by the player's own resistance. Dual blades blinding faint damage bonus is no longer reduced by the player's own resistance. Broadsword buildup. Damage bonus is no longer reduced by the player's own resistance. Fiery melee buildup. Damage bonus is no longer reduced by the player's own resistance. This is also true for katana buildup, martial arts buildup, quills buildup. And then for dual blades, typhoon's edge, corrected range and radius to 8 feet. Also dual blades, sweeping strike, corrected range and radius to 7 feet. Dual blades, 1000 cuts, corrected range and radius to 7 feet. Spines Ripper, corrected range and radius to 7 feet, and Martial Arts Dragon's Tail, corrected range and radius to 8 feet. For Tankers, slightly modified FX on hands for Pyre Mastery Melt Armor. And then we've got more range and radius adjustments uh, for a lot 
of them. So <laughs> yeah, I'm glazing over on this. So yeah, tankers, you've had some stuff changed from to seven or eight. So that's probably not going to change your playing that much, but there you go. <laughs> and then additionally, Arctic Mastery Ice Storm fixed a bug. We're having Arctic Mastery Shiver and one other power in the pool wouldn't unlock Ice Storm. Earth Mastery Stalagmites, same thing. So they've fixed that. So you should have an easier time with Arctic Mastery and Earth Mastery. For tasks, fixed a bug in Wheel of Destruction Graveyard Mission that sometimes caused a crash when the boss spawned. Ooh. For City of Villains badges, villains that earn the Shrouded Badge should not earn a hint for the Portal Jockey Accolade. <laughs> for City Zones, Mercy Isle, the day job greeter was getting hoarse from constantly yelling at passersby. Players now need to click on the NPC to get a description of day jobs. <laughs> for day jobs, standing near the black helicopter in Granville will no longer show two day job power icons. Only the pilot day job icon will appear. This was done because only the pilot day job badge was receiving credit while standing in the area. Mm. I wonder if that's like those other mm. areas that Nod mentioned. I'm not sure. Powers General reduced the megalomaniac accolade's potency by 33% and removed its ability to enhance knockback powers. This puts it in line with the hero equivalent Vanguard Metal accolade power. And again, this is COV side. Energy Aura Entropy Shield. This power should now grant the user teleportation resistance even if the user is held, stunned, or asleep. For Brutes, removed flags, which allowed Brute Rise to the Challenge to not be detoggled by status effects. It now works the same as the Tanker and Scrapper versions. And then we've got a bunch of corrected range and radius to 7 to 8 feet, so yeah. Remember what I said to the Tankers? There's a bunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys too. For Corruptors, <laughs> Assault Rifle, Buckshot, Animation Time, Changed to 0.9, also beanbag. It looks like the same stuff that they did on the mm -hmm. other side, the hero side. Yeah, they're the same, it appears. And then Dominator's Psionic Assault, Drain Psyche, Endurance Recovery, Bonus no longer reduced. So it looks like they fixed the powers on both sides. For Mace Mastery, Summon Tarantula fixed a problem with this power where it wouldn't correctly grant with some power combinations. Masterminds, Soldier's Medic once again loses Brawl as he is upgraded. Thug Bruiser's Hand Clap should now cause Knockdown rather than Knockback. Mace Mastery Power Boost, Reduced Bonus. Fixed a problem where certain Mastermind Slash commands could cause erroneous error messages when a 48-month buff pet was summoned. Hmm. Stalkers, Modified Effects for Shadow Meld Patron Power. Altered Teleport Foe so that it disables the automatic critical ability of Stalkers for 40 seconds. I'm sorry, for four seconds. If it successfully hits, not necessarily moves, a target. Dual Blade Sweeping Strike. Adjust to seven feet, the range and radius. There's a couple like that. So that's the uh, patch notes that were posted on January 22nd and edited by X on the 23rd. Wow. So some good stuff in there some as always there's always one or two items that make us chuckle because it's like oh, that's a cool bug why kill it yeah. <laughs> let's take a quick break unless you wanted to comment on any of those nope you actually stayed semi-alert for those i'm proud of you baby <laughs> baby steps 
so let's play a promo for our awesome cool dude friend martin casserly yeah movie mantras listen up people Legend speaks of a time when unwisdom will rule the land. An age of misunderstanding with little hope or depth of insight. The legend also tells of a coming together of seers and prophets who hold in their collective answers to the great questions. Hewn from classic movies. In February 2009, the collective will share their wisdom. In the month of many mouths, we will hear and learn. So come sit at the feet of Nathan Lowell, J.C. Hutchins, Mer Lafferty, T. Morris, Philippa Ballantyne, Michael Spence, P.G. Hollyfield, and Scott Sigler. To be enwisdomed, please come to moviemantras.com and start your voyage to a higher state. Give that little podcast a listen. It's very brief, but full of awesome. Yeah, every day they're like a minute yeah. and a half. I mean, who doesn't have a minute? <laughs> For reals, yo. And hey, he's got an English accent. I know. Girls, he has a sexy English accent. <laughs> boys that like boys, he has a sexy English accent. <laughs> <laughs> Now we are pleased to bring you the more or less final installment in the Fantastic Foe IO set featurettes, presenting specific character attributes and the IO sets that support them as bonuses. This is a big one. <laughs> FYI. Yeah. I cut a whole lot out, uh, which I'd done with the other ones. So I'm only presenting sets that have the highest benefits. And as before, I will post the entire text, including all the lower benefit ones, as part of the show notes. So you can read through all of it. That was an intriguing statement, Chooch. The final installment, more or less. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one that caught that. <laughs> well, Fantastic Foe had done... Four different pieces to cover the wide range of IO sets and mm -hmm. different character attributes. And then he also did finalize a follow-up, which rolls up all the changes that have been made since these initial four were written. 
everything that was in the last issue and all the various patches, he's collected those together. Mm, in a fantastic fashion. Absolutely. <laughs> and it is not a nemesis plot. <laughs> <laughs> this time. Not this time. This one time. Unless it's a particularly insidious nemesis plot that's so insidious that we don't even know it's a nemesis plot. Which would be part of the whole nemesis plot thing. Mm. Mm. This warrants further... Investigation? Yes. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So in part four here, Pat writes, I'll be presenting the following topics based on protections to damage type with commonly associated damages merged, i.e. smashing and lethal, fire and cold, energy and negative energy, etc. The percentage bonuses are rather small and obviously aren't meant to replace power sets. When discussing resistances and defenses... I'd like to make a few statements. Number one, 1% defense is roughly equivalent to 2% of resistance. The reasoning behind this non-binding law of protective equivalence has been hashed out on the forums. It's not an exact science, but for lightweight discussions, it works okay. Two, percent bonuses seem small, but they are worthwhile. Plus 5% defense is the same benefit granted a character using a shield in Dungeons & Dragons or any other plus one bonus to armor class, and I rarely in my days of gaming saw anyone forego the use of a shield when it was available to them to have Mm. one on the basis that the bonus was too small. Hmm. True that. True. So, first up, smashing slash lethal resistance slash defense. Smashing lethal is not only the most common damage type in the game, but it is often a component of energy and elemental-based attacks, i.e. being hit by a cold-slash-smashing attack or fire-slash-lethal. So improving smashing-slash-lethal resistance or defense is usually a good investment. Sadly, your options are limited when it comes to IO set bonuses versus smash-lethal. Sets providing smash-lethal resistance bonuses with three IOs. The only significant one was a knockback set, called Kinetic Crash, which gives a plus 2.5% smashing resistance. Sets find bonus with four IOs include a pet set, Edict of the Master, gives plus 2.5% lethal resist. Sleep, Hibernation, is 1.25% smash resist, which requires four out of five of that set. Smashing Lethal Defense. There's a two-hit buff, Rectified or Reticle, which gives 0.95% smashing slash lethal. Requires two of the three in that set. The one that requires three is under Taunt, Triumphant Insult. Gives 0.95% smash lethal defense, which requires all three for that set. It's probably pretty expensive. Ones that require four IOs under Sleep, Lethargic Repose gives 1.88% percent smashing defense slow curtail speed it gives 1.25 percent lethal defense under mobilize and feebled operation gives 2.5 percent lethal defense and under taunt mocking beratement i love that title mm-hmm. 1.26 percent smashing slash lethal defense a set that provides smashing lethal defense bonuses that requires all six ios under taunt is perfect zinger gives 1.5 smashing slash lethal defense. And that's it. More defense options are available than resistance, which is fine if you want marginal gains in defense since the defensive pool powers 
including combat jumping, hover, etc., offer very small defensive bonuses even when slotted to, ex to explicitly improve defense. I think the base is 2.5%. Triple slotting with defense hits around 4% total. Brings to fire slash cold resistance slash defense. Interestingly enough, all but one of the following sets provide either protections against the elemental damage of fire or cold attacks with only an investment of three set IOs. So fire and cold protections can be interwoven with other two and three IO set combinations. So fire and cold protections can be interwoven with other two and three IO set combinations. When I first began researching IO bonuses against fire and cold, I assumed that there would be many sets that only provided protections against cold or only against fire. That way one could reinforce a particular concept for a character, like you might do in the Champion's Pen and Paper RPG. Say a character might be particularly resistant or particularly vulnerable to fire, totally unrelated to how they react against other damage types such as cold damage. But in almost all cases in City of Heroes, bonuses from IO sets for fire apply to bonuses for cold. So for fire and cold damage resistance, sets providing bonuses with three IOs include targeted AOE, Positron's Blast, gives 1.5% fire slash cold resist. Under Sniper, Executioner's Contract gives 3.13% cold resist. Under Defense, Gift of the Ancients gives 2.5% fire resist. Under immobilized debilitative action gives 2.5% cold resist. The following are from the rare unique level 50 sets. Still only requiring 3 IOs, but as mentioned before, these be expensive. Under melee, hecatome, 2.5, though all of these are 2.52% to fire slash cold resist. So same stats for all of them. So under melee, hecatome, point blank AoE, Armageddon, targeted AoE, Ragnarok, sleep, Fortunata, I was going to say hypothesis, <laughs> Fail. sleep, Fortunata, hypnosis, I think I did that last time, immobilize, gravitational anchor, hold, unbreakable constraint, and stun, absolute amazement. Rock. Fire slash cold attack defense sets providing defense bonuses with three IOs. Ranged Maelstrom's Fury gives 1.88% cold defense. And a resist Aegis gives 1.58% fire slash cold defense. So that's requiring all five. Taunt Mocking Beratement gives 1.58% fire slash cold defense. All right, there are more options for boosting fire slash cold, and the percentages are larger than the smashing slash lethal set, although that is tempered by the fact that many of the resistance sets are unique and therefore part of an expensive pool of IOs. Still, you might be able to, with very little effort, get 3-4% defense or 7-8% resistance to fire slash cold attacks. That's not too bad on defense, since it'll stack with hover or combat jumping, and of course, with the benefits of a force field insulation shield. 
I say, of course, like I know, but for all I know, they don't. I leave that answer as an exercise for the listener. Energy slash negative energy, resistance slash defense. I should probably refer to energy attacks such as the energy component and energy blast or radiation as positive energy, since energy in general should encompass negative energy as well. But I'm lazy, and that's like eight whole characters. So take it on spec that energy and negative energy are positive energy and negative energy respectively. Capiche? <laughs> Again, most energy and neg energy protection bonuses are found in the 3IO range, which leaves nice options for Frankenslotting. Also, about half of the IO sets only apply a bonus to positive energy or negative energy, but not both. Energy slash negative energy damage resistance sets providing energy resistance bonuses with three slots. Point blank AOE Shiraco's Dervish, 3.13% negative energy resistance. Targeted AOE Detonation gives 1.88% energy resistance. Immobilize Enfeebled Operation gives 1.88% negative energy resistance. And our Fear Unspeakable Terror gives 2.5% negative energy resistance. For 4 IOs, to hit debuff Dampened Spirits gives 2.5% negative energy resistance. So that's providing energy slash negative energy defense bonuses with 3 IOs include Point Blank AOE Cleaving Blow, 1.25% energy defense, which is 3 out of 4 in the set. Mm-hmm. Under ranged, Thunder Strike gives 2.5% energy defense. Under resist, under resist damage, reactive armor, 1.25% energy defense. Under sleep, lethargic repose, 1.88% energy defense. Under fear, nightmare gives 1.88% to negative energy defense. There's not a huge number of sets, particularly that only half or so apply both to positive and negative flavored energy damage but the percentages aren't too bad. And you could probably get a plus 5% defense or possible an equivalent combo of defense and resistance. This might help plug a hole or two, but doesn't seem super exciting. Mm. Certainly IO set bonuses can easily improve the 2.5% unenhanced defense hover gives, 4% triple SO enhanced. For toxic and psionic resistance or defense. Although toxic damage and psionic damage are unrelated, bonuses that protect against them tend to be linked in the IO set bonuses. Hmm. So for purposes of this featurette, they are related. So say we all. <laughs> With one exception, all toxic resistance, psionic resistance, and psionic defense bonus set IOs require total commitment of six IOs. There is no toxic defense, by the way, as toxic damaging attacks have an attack vector, usually, I think, of ranged slash special. The arcana involving an attack's damage type and attack vector type might be a worthwhile feature one day. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get any significant bonuses against psionic or toxic, prepare to pay. Since any investment is probably going to be expensive, I don't separate out the unique sets from the regular sets, since it's all going to cost a ton. <laughs> True debt. There's a whole lot of sets that offer resistance bonuses against toxic or sonic damage for a mere 6 IOs. 
two under melee. Crushing Impact gives 2.5% Psionic Resistance. And Hecatone gives 5% Toxic Resistance. Point Blank AoE, there's Armageddon at 5% Toxic Resistance. Two target AoEs, Positron's Blast, giving 3.13% resistance. Though it doesn't say to which, I'm going to guess both. And Ragnarok is 5% Toxic Resistance. Sniper has Sting of the Mana Core, 3.13% Toxic Resist. There's two Resist Damage IOs. Impervium Armor, 3.13% Psionic Resist. And Aegis, 3.13% Toxic Resist. It's also two for defense, Gift of the Ancients, 2.5% psionic resist, and Luck of the Gambler, 3.13% psionic resist. Under Sleep, Fortunata Hypnosis, 5% toxic resist, two for immobilized, debilitative action, 2.5% toxic resist, and Gravitational Anchor, 5% toxic resist. Two under hold, Ghost Widow's Embrace, 3.13% psionic resistance, and Unbreakable Constraint, 5% toxic resist. Two for fear, Unspeakable Horror, 2.5% psionic resist, and Glimpse of the Abyss, 3.13% psionic resist. One for stun, Absolute Amazement, 5% toxic resist, and to hit debuff, Dark Watcher's Despair, 3.75% psionic resist. For Psionic Defense, there is no Toxic Defense. There's one that requires only two IOs. And under Resist, Impervium Armor is 1.88% Psionic Defense. Again, requiring six IOs for Psionic Defense. Under Point Blank AoE, Shiraco's Dervish. Shiraco's Dervish, 3.13% Psionic Defense. Two underranged. Devastation gives 3.75% Psy Defense. And Apocalypse gives 5% Psy Defense. Under Pet, Soulbound Allegiance, 5% Psy Defense. And under Defense, Gift of the Ancients, 2.5% Psy Defense. Mm. <clears throat> now that's a pretty fair amount of protective bonus sets. Although, of course, I've munged Fancy technical term for mushing. <laughs> Toxic and psionic. Munged. <laughs> like. But usually a set that protects against one does so against the other. Usually. Anyway, if you have mad influence to burn to complete six IOs pieces, I mean a lot of influence, then it looks like you could rack up resistance percentages easily from 5 to 15%. I mean boatloads of influence and <laughs> the availability of the pieces in the market. Defense, eh, you could probably easily, given cash and availability, hit 10% defense. Sure, 10% doesn't sound that much, but that's a plus two in D&D terms. <laughs> <laughs> this brings us to positional defense, such as melee ranged AoE. This category of sets that contribute to positional defense is a long list. The previous defenses worked against attacks based on the type of damage that they did, or roughly on the kind of elemental attack that it was. Positional defense is different in that it works regardless of the damage type of an attack. It defends against the vector or positional characteristic of the attack. Hmm. Is it a melee attack like a punch? A ranged attack like a blast? 
or an area of effect attack like an explosion. So positional defense is usually either a ranged defense, melee defense, or AoE defense. Since positional defenses work equally well regardless of the damage, a flaming sword attack or a kick are both melee, so melee defense can apply to both equally, they are intrinsically more useful than typed defenses, mm. where you might have defense against lethal fire, cold energy, negative energy, psionic, and then get hit by a 100% smashing baseball. Right. Positional defense bonuses from IO sets are also rather expensive, since most sets that offer any positional defenses usually require at least five IOs from a set. Mm. On the plus side, most percentages are at least 1.25%, so there's no dinking around with 0.68% bonuses or similar nonsense. Mm. And of course, I further call to just the highest... <laughs> But again, you're going to have all of that available yeah. that he wrote. The entire, the entire text, text will be in the notes. Right. So delve, people, delve. <sighs> and now the list. <laughs> sets, providing sets providing positional defense bonuses with three IOs. There's two under defense debuff, including exploited vulnerability, 1.25% melee defense, and Achilles heal, 1.88% AoE defense. Under the 5-IO level, we have Point Blank AoE, Shiraco's Dervish, 3.13% AoE defense. Under Sniper, Extreme Measures gives 2.5% AoE defense. Under Pets, Blood Mandate gives 3.75% AoE defense. Under Resist Damage, Aegis, 3.13% AoE defense. Under Confuse, Cacophony gives 2.5% AoE defense. Under Immobilized, Debilitative Action gives 2.5% AoE defense. And under Stun, Razzle Dazzle gives 2.5% melee defense. Positional defense bonuses with 6 IO. I think that's a cute name. Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> it's so perky. It always makes me think of Stripes, the movie. It always Razzle makes me think of, Dazzle. Makes me think of like Broadway musical, but not like Stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Not a musical. Right, which is why it doesn't make me think of it. <sighs> Seth providing positional defense bonuses with six IOs. Two for melee, Touch of Death, 3.13% melee defense, and Mako's Bite, 3.75% range defense. Under Sniper, Calibrated Accuracy gives 3.13% range defense. A couple for pets, Blood Mandate gives 3.75% range defense, and Sovereign Right gives 3.13% melee defense. Couple to slot in Confused Powers, Melee's Illusions, 3.13% range defense, and Coercive Persuasion is 5% range defense. Under Slow, Pacing of the Turtle is 3.13% range defense. Two for Immobilize include Enfeebled Operation, 3.13% melee defense, and Trap of the Hunter, 3.13% range defense. For Stun, Stupefy is 3.13% range defense. Knockback, Force Feedback, 3.13% AoE defense. And Endurance Mod, Performance Shifter, gives 3.13% AoE defense. Now, there are a lot of sets that contribute to one of the three aspects of positional defense, and there are enough variations or percentages that, should you possess a ginormous supply of influence and the ability to make people sell some valuable IOs in the market, you could rack up some healthy percentages. 
totally as a thought experiment, let's say you could five stack three of the common percentages, 1.88, 2.5, and 3.13. That's probably impossible, but let's just say you could. It is numerically impossible that you could do this for all three of the positional defense flavors, so mentally just pick your favorite, melee, ranged, or AoE. 1.88 plus 2.5 plus 3.13 times 5 equals 37.55%. Since the average even con minion only has a 50% to hit you, if you could mythically slot such a bonus, a bad guy, when attacking on the vector you're protected against would only have a 12.45% <laughs> chance of hitting. More or less. More. I'm way simplifying the complicated two-hit calculations for conceptual reasons. Mm -hmm. I would encourage listeners more versed in the two-hit mechanics to confirm or refute my simplified math. Bring it. <laughs> to bat. <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's doubtful you could slot 15 powers of the 24. For non-Keldians and not counting inherents, that we get during game to get such a godlike defense against one of melee, against one of ranged melee or AoE. But it is reasonable that you could get a 10% bonus, perhaps against one, two, or all three position vectors. Reasonable given availability of IOs and your cash reserves, of course. If I can offer some general opinions on positional defense, even if percentages are small, defense is nice to have and positional defense is nicer than typed defense. Traditional hardened types, tanks, scrappers, brutes, and yes, even peacebringers, even human form peacebringers I consider hardened, probably don't need the extra defense, but it always helps. Percentage bonuses of defense are always worth more to characters when adding to an existing base. This is true of resistance too, but I'm talking defense in the section, so move along with me. Non-hardened archetypes can certainly supplement what defenses they might have, and based on their playstyles, a particular kind of defense might be better than others. I tend to suggest AoE defense to characters who don't want to necessarily be in melee, but end up there anyway either because they want to get the benefit of an AoE heal being cast on the team tank's opponent, or they're using their hurricane to pin enemies in a corner, or they're standing next to a bad guy who happens to be the anchor of a mighty debuff effect, hmm. or they just like being near the tank. <laughs> being next to a tank doesn't sound bad. Even if he's not taunting, his gauntlet will be getting attention, and if you get in trouble, the tank can start knocking down anyone bullying you, and the team defender, should they possess heals and have been keeping an eye on the tank, has you on their radar. But, then the boss villain drops a nuke. Even if none of the enemies are paying attention to you standing in the tank's shadow, the grenade from the council lieutenant or the missiles from that Malta Titan just don't care. Yeah. They're going to blow up next to you anyway while bouncing off the tank. <laughs> so AoE defense can go a long way. Second up would be ranged defense, since characters not planning on meleeing can usually maneuver out of melee range, but since it seems that every enemy has a ranged attack that way exceeds a player's range, maneuvering beyond melee just gets you shot at. So ranged defense cuts down on the times you're defeated by madly fleeing. <laughs> just stay out of range of the AoE flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. But Always if you good advice. Yeah. 
But if you really want melee defense, I'm not going to argue. Melee attacks usually do more damage than ranged, and if you know you're going to get punched at, stabbed at, clawed, thumped, etc., by all means, try to get some melee defense and reduce how often that happens. Just be aware, positional defense bonuses usually don't work with the traditional power pool defenses like combat, jumping, or hover. Those powers are usually good against all damage types, defense versus fire, cold, smash, and lethal, negative energy, etc. Type defense values and positional defense values don't stack. Ooh. Mm. I discovered this when real numbers became available, and I could monitor the defenses on my super reflexes scrapper, who now no longer turns on combat jumping. Wow. Again, please correct me if I'm talking out of my nether region. <laughs> you know what I mean. I think that I do. I'm talking out of your toes. I'm going to have to check that because I usually throw combat jumping on when I'm on my tanker. Mm -hmm. I've never looked to see that it actually makes a difference. Other than suck some endurance. Right. <laughs> exactly. That was positional. But wait, there's more. Hold and stun resistance. I'm introducing holds and stuns together since thematically they are similar, but I'll present the sets that support protection separately. Stun resistance is mostly in the 4 IO range and hold resistance is in the 5 IO range, but except for two sets, the bonuses for slotting against hold or against stun are from entirely different supersets of IOs. I'm not a huge fan of the bonuses available. To accumulate a serious effect, you would probably have to take either acrobatics to reduce time held, and use aid self proactively to reduce time stunned, and add bonuses from IO sets on top of that. Other than that, I suspect you can easily get 10% reductions in time spent, stunned, or held. I would be interested if anyone could get in the 30% range in either, particularly in stun resistance. Sets that offer stun resistance bonuses for four IOs include Point Blank AoE Multi-Strike, 1.65% stun resist. Under ranged, Maelstrom Sphering is 1.65%. Two for Pets, Blood Mandate, 1.65, and Sovereign Right, 2.75. Under resist damage, Titanium Coating gives 2.2%. Under Confused Cacophony gives 2.2%. Under Slow Impeded Swiftness, 2.2%. And under hold, Essence of Curare gives 1.65% stun resistance. There's one for hold resistance in three IOs, which is Taunt, Mocking Beratement at 2.75% hold resistance. Hmm. Sets it off for hold resistance for five IOs. Two under melee include Touch of Death, 2.75% hold resistance. Mako's Bite, 3.3%. Underranged damage, devastation, 3.3%. Under sniper, executioner's contract is 2.75% hold resist. A few for pets include Edict of the Master, 2.2%, Sovereign Right, 2.75%, and Soulbound Allegiance, 4.4% hold resistance. Under heal, Numina's Convalescence gives 3.3%. A couple under resist damage include Impervium Armor, at 2.75% and titanium coating also at 2.75%. Couple under defense, Gift of the Ancients 2.2% and Luck of the Gambler 2.75%. A 
Couple under slow, impeded swiftness 2.2%, and pace into the turtle 2.75%. Under immobilized, there's trap of the hunter 2.75%. Under fear, there's nightmare 1.65, and under stun, there's rope a dope at 1.88% hold resistance. I find it interesting that the inexpensive set for hold resistance is a taunt set, since the classic taunter, the tank, usually has excellent hold protections for PvE. PvP might be different. And that is that. I'm done. Well, not exactly. There were a handful of other attributes, but I'm passing on them by mentioning them this way. Some of the heal IO sets improve all your healing. Mm -hmm. Some of the slow IO sets improve your slows. Confused sets improve confuses. Fear sets improve fear durations, etc. You'll run into those bonuses pretty much as you gather up set IOs just to slot the usual enhancement bonuses. Those will jump out at you, and there's no need to state them here. I'd like to thank Paragon Wiki's page on Invention Origin sets, which saved me from making a big matrix of what each set offers. I appreciated being able to look at bonus values without having to look at recipes or crafted I.O. enhancements in Wentworth's. That being said, I take responsibility for any errors or, or irregularities in this report. In my defense, there were a lot of notes being taken and shuffled around, with bits of info being added to, amended, errors found, etc. I would have had my editor wife assist me or proofread, but I can't afford her rates, <laughs> the mercenary. <laughs> I hope that this report provides some value. I know I'd been wanting to beef up my level 50s, but had not really been putting the time in to see what I could do. After cataloging the values from IO sets, it gave me certain goals to achieve for my characters, which helped me draft up some recipe shopping lists, nice. which of course gave me an influence goal and prompted me to start in on playing them again. <laughs> Any reason to play my 50s is a good reason. That's right. <laughs> Yay. And that's the end of number four. This is Mer Lafferty from the Playing for Keeps novel at playingforkeepsnovel.com. And when I played City of Heroes, I played a healer who was, uh, I named him Hot Doctor, and he was very hot, and he healed people, and he like ran around, and people really liked to, to him to join the thing, and, and he was very big on the um, healing, and, and I got him up to, to 20th level uh, before Mara? I had to... Yeah, we need to get back on track here. Hi, this is Merle Lafferty, and you're listening to the City of Heroes podcast. Thank you very much. Well, that is an amazing, comprehensive amount of information. And once again, we thank you for doing all of that. Yeah, <laughs> because that's a lot of work. We would have done a a good job but we wouldn't have been as i think comprehensive in in depth mm -hmm. with all of it so kudos to you for all of your work we really appreciate it absolutely absolutely and we look forward to the final installment of yeah. the wrap-up yeah <laughs> can't wait to hear it pat it is gonna be fantastic <laughs> so I do want to say continued prayers and well wishes to Cyborg Anna mm -hmm. in our thoughts and in our prayers, sweet little angel that she is, <laughs> and hoping that her treatments are going well. Yeah. 
also support and prayer for the family supporting her because I know firsthand how hard it is. And, you know, that's with an old lady like my mom. I can't imagine how hard it must be with an infant. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, really hope you guys are coping well and being spoiled by those in your life to help you keep strong for her. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I think that these two crusty gamers are going to go and go. <laughs> yeah. For the, <laughs> I'm <what>? losing words. <laughs> Second or third episode running right a feedback episode will be forthwith well you know what though we (laughs) talked about it we were going to do this one as feedback and i said you know what pat wrote that so long ago i want to get the information out there Mm -hmm. and then whatever feedback we get from this Mm -hmm. we will do in the four hour long feedback episode (laughs) the feedback extravaganza right so please don't think that we don't care about the feedback because we do yeah we have about 30 pages of feedback (laughs) and Wanted to make sure we got the information and the news out. Yeah. And then we'll just call all of that feedback together and put it all in one big one. So it'll be news at the front, fun at the back. And <laughs> <laughs> would that be somewhat like business up front, be like a party mullet. in the rear? It's, so it'll be the mullet the cast. Mullet. <laughs> As soon as I said that, I knew you weren't going to let that go. I thank you for going the clean route, though, because I wasn't sure. Which route you were gonna take? So thank you for the mullet you cast. Never know. <laughs> so yes, the but mullet hey, cast. We've got our title for oh, it. Oh so. God, I'm gonna regret being this tired and recording. <laughs> I know it. So we are gonna go and get some more XP, XP. Get some more XP and spend some time with the kids tonight. So it's almost the weekend by the time you hear this. So have a great weekend recovering from XP, XP. Take care, everybody. Happy. Oh, wait. More feedback info. (laughs) I was going to mention that. Thank you. (laughs) If you wanted to get in touch with us. Yes. There are several avenues available to you. In my mind, I'm already playing again. (laughs) (laughs) There is many ways to interact. Yes. For instance, you could give us a call, which we love. Mm -hmm. It's our favorite. More feedback, please. Give us a call at 206-203-1661. You can send an email to cohpodcast at gmail.com in which you could attach audio files or just an email or mm-hmm. pictures or whatever you want. You could Keep leave it a- clean, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me define whatever you want. <laughs> nah, that'd be more fun if I leave it open. Yeah. <laughs> send that to cohpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave a comment or join our forums at cohpodcast.com. Yeah, totally. For sure. Tubular. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm on lack of sleep. Yeah, yeah and she's going to be my tank. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to... Brace yourself. Yeah. Strap in and... Pray. Enjoy the ride. Good hunting, heroes. <laughs> Good honey. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, 
Cryptic Studios, or City of Heroes. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes.